A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Anya, I've got a screenshot of you when your when you're thing froze. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a, that's oh, rough. God. <laughs> oh god. That's not Jesus it's not great. Christ. It's a little bit like it's a little bit like you know when the priest is really singing sometimes and he'd be a master child and he just looks like he's really feeling something that we don't want anyone to be feeling. That's that's about, that's, I, that's I think that's giving me I think it looks a bit uh, yeah, yeah. face melting Nazi just before the flesh is mm. rendered from my bones. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm joined today by a guest co-host, returning guest co-host, Declan Bruden. Hi Dec, how are you? I am delighted to be here. I am so happy that Will is not here. Um, mm. considering this is mostly going to be about the British Museum, which I think is currently paying Will to just drive around the Caribbean in a boat and steal things and bring them back and put them on display and make jokes about them. So happy to be here, Hugh. Delighted to see everyone. It's a Seabag Montefiore tradition, I think. Yeah, it's funny how many of our guests say they're glad that Will isn't on. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, a little, it's a little rough, but I mean, he, he kind of he gets what he pays for, you know? Yeah, yeah, and he pays for a lot. Um, or does he not pay for anything? I don't know. Leave that one with me and I'll, I'll, I'll figure that one out. Deck, um, how have you been? What's, what's new since the last time you were on? What's new? We, we did move house recently, uh, which is oh. really luxurious for us. So we've moved on you back to the, uh, the country, uh, which is great. So I'm now, uh, now that sounds like permanent... you've moved on you back to the country, but you've yeah, moved yeah, yourselves yeah. back I've to moved, the country. We've moved ourselves back to the country. So I'm back in the back, of a full-time member now of the North Kildare Mafia, which is uh, amazing. Oh. So it's delightful. So we're we're now living in a house that has more than one room, uh, which is amazing. So no, it's been uh, it's been very exciting. So it's a lot of painting walls and uh, kind of knocking down walls and yeah, mainly things to do with walls seems to be what owning a big boxes about. full of stuff. Did yeah. you get rid of many things when you moved? An incredible urge to vote for Fine Gael for some reason. Now I don't know what it is, but like yeah, um, we we had. We we managed to get rid of a lot of stuff down through the years, but like mostly my parents showed up maybe days after we moved in with all of the things I had just slowly left in their house over the last four or five mm. years. So 
yeah, getting reunited with a lot of really old books uh, from maybe five oh, or six nice. years ago. And like school reports. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And folders. If anybody wanted to go back in time and study B&L at UCD in 2002, I could give them some really, really bad notes that might get them like a fairly average 2-1. So that's that's out there on eBay if anybody wants it. Yeah. What would your school reports have said? I say this because I'm actually in the midst of writing school reports at the moment. Oh, and um, um, I'm, I'm wondering what, what comments might have gone into yours that I could use in some of mine. My, my folks definitely still have them because I was first born as well. I feel like after that, maybe they stop paying attention to the children and they get gradually dimmer. Um, no offence to mm. everyone else here. Um, mine always said that I was very talkative. And and that's that's I think that the politest way they could uh, they could address yeah. me as a person. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like in school in primary school I was a, I was a little bit dumber, um, because I, I really paid no attention at all. Um, mm. in secondary school you kind of you just needed the grades just to get away with being very cheeky. Like I think on you've talked about this before as well. Like if you're just smart enough, you get away with absolute blue murder in a public school queue, which is where normal people go. You can just you can yeah. skirt along being better than a lot of the absolute savages, uh, and you get away with murder. Yeah, so talkative would be a good one. Yeah. Okay, very sociable. That's what I say. Yes, very, oh, that's you know? I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sit great rapport seat. with with classmates, but yeah, may occasionally need to be called back on task. Yeah, I've I've a very vivid memory in primary school of being brought up to the front of the class and having a round of applause on the day that I managed to actually finish all of the work that was on the board, like the new for the day. It's like I clearly oh, wow. just I, I I rarely got to the end of a sentence before I got up and went for a walk and got a box full of stickle bricks. So yeah. So you know, something I didn't I think I'd forgotten about until I went back to teaching was that when people would go kids go out to the bathroom but then they come back in but they obviously don't walk straight back to their desk they take a sort of meandering yeah, route back yeah. around the classroom so they can visit other desks yeah. you know maybe go to the bin you yeah. know have a look on some shelves it's just what you did I guess 100% and like I used to do that as a grown up when I worked as a consultant for a while I used to love coming back to the office and I just walk around in circles with other people I didn't basically have a desk like I loved that bit of yeah. chat at the side of the desk yeah. when you say consultant crucially you don't mean a doctor no, you mean no, nothing, someone nothing who doesn't really do anything Yeah, pretty much yeah, has really yeah. good powerpoint yeah, gives really companies new logos and stuff well, like that oh not yeah. even that That's that sounds hard um, tell okay. them they should think about getting someone else to get them a new logo yeah. that's kind of maybe as yeah. far as it would go last time you were on what what episodes have you been on before so I, I think this episode is a combo of the last two we were on which is maybe why i uh we got here so we did the super bowl was our first one and in our super oh, yes. bowl episode we went down a mad rabbit hole of indiana jones not being a real person but being in a super bowl halftime show and then we did uh we did jurassic park which was a lot of fun and i think we talked oh, a yeah, little yeah. bit of indiana jones there too because it's kind of like there is no Jurassic Park without Indiana Jones so like we talked a bit of Spielberg before so they're they're my two very and this is a great trilogy to add to it another kind of great American piece of Americana if that's not too and so it was it was your it was the Jurassic Park episode where you decided to only record half of your audio was it yeah that was about it yeah yeah okay and yet the listeners until this moment probably never knew you know? No, no. I mean, there are so many other really long hot takes about the nature of cinema that people probably could have fallen asleep to that we had to cut out, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of falling asleep to, anyway, it's time to welcome our producers. We have multiple producers today. Hello, Michael and Anya. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, it's a co-production. That's what it is. Hello. Michael, what did your school report say? 
Oh, I was always very, very, very well behaved. in Latin, let's say, anyway, so I mean... Yeah, or by the scientist that raised you in a tube. Specimen <laughs> continues to show <laughs> signs of great concern. Yeah. No, you know, it was always like very polite, snappy dresser. <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> I suppose if your school uniform involves... What, a, a jacket and tie or something, was it? Or what was it? What did you wear? Yeah, a Four blazer. of land, yeah. <laughs> did you guys have the school ties in primary school that were on a string? 100%, yeah, the elasticated yeah. bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think did they you... might be too dangerous. I had a real tie, but certainly some... You had a real tie as a, as a, like an, as a child. Yeah. Oh, no, it was... It was but this... no, the, the yeah. cooler, the cooler, dimmer boys certainly had those when I went to secondary school, yeah. you know, you graduated then to the real tie, but I didn't learn how no, to tie I until mean, sixth year. Like... So every morning I had to line up and get my dad to do up my tie, <laughs> like a businessman. A girl wearing a tie, like whatever about, you know, a boy wearing a tie, you know, you will wear ties later on in life, whereas presumably on you haven't worn a tie since the day you left school, right? Michael, I'd say you love a girl in a tie, do you? <laughs> oh, Avril Lavigne, I'd say it was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't had, I don't think, I, you know, I haven't worn a tie since I left school. And I, Not even as a headband so or anything, weird. no? I mean... No, I don't think so. But why did I wear a shirt and tie like a German businessman? <laughs> like, <laughs> 14 years? Yeah. 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 And it was just like, well, and me and my dad, like two, two kind of grizzled businessmen every morning doing up our ties. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so weird. Would you ever go for a bow tie on you or even the draped bow tie around the neck? Would you ever go for that? As a now, yeah, the Sinatra <laughs> just no, walking around. I can't, th- yeah. I, I mean, no, I, I mean, I'm sure I did it at a, at a college ball at some point. I think that might have been par for the course, was it? Mm, mm, yeah, Hugh, you would have long been gone home. It was all about bringing the, yeah, bringing the clip on and then the real one that you could kind of pretend you were tied so that <laughs> yeah. late night did you, you, did a, you do 100%, that? 100, yeah, so you, you'd, have a, you'd have a fake one. And then later, when yeah. you wanted to look cool in the photographs, you would have a like a real one that was untied and just like draped around your neck, being like, "Look at that guy must have tied yeah, the because tie himself." The real ones, if the real ones were tied, they were always a bit droopy, weren't they? Yeah, always they a bit were, floppy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's another weird thing. Why in college is everyone so obsessed with black tie? Like, never again in yeah. your life will you spend so much time. I, I I remember doing the maths in first year, kind of by a bit like October time, and being like. You know what? It actually it'd be cheaper just to buy myself two tuxedos rather than rent them for the number of times I'm gonna have to use them, which is an insane thing for like a nineteen year old person to think. Being like, well, if I get two, I guess then I can rotate them and always keep one clean in one of the dry cleaners. Like ridiculous thing to do at the age of nineteen. Like I need two tuxedos yeah. for my life in Dublin. And why why can you not just wear like can you can you kind of do a fake tux like could you just wear a black jacket and a black no nah, no nah, you know totally. you know no, totally no no, no not at all not at all no Sharonia, you were at the last wedding i was at didn't wear a tie basically wore runners it's just my standards <laughs> have slipped so much now i don't just you know did you wear those did you wear those big runners to the wedding not you big did. runners no i wore those gray shoes that aren't really runners but they're not oh, really shoes i thought shoes. you wore those those big blue trail runners is this, too, in, like, oh this isn't in God. leeds is it or have you guys been <laughs> yeah you were there too yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i was wearing yeah. like uh, we were all dressed in like bright green we looked like kind of the tourist board of Ireland. it was actually a good crack or the first doll yeah i enjoyed it a lot <laughs> michael how many days a week do you wear a tie uh at the moment i'd say one to two yeah and how many nights 
Every night, every night for dinner. All seven, baby. Got to got got dress for dinner, Hugh. One on each, one on each wrist. Uh... Hugh, when would you say you last wore a tie? Oh, at a wedding, yeah. Um, so last summer, maybe. Say so nearly twelve okay. months ago, yeah. Yeah, and it's been since two thousand and six for me. So. Mm. Wow. Yeah, maybe wow. will we will we both wear ties? Yeah. At Michael's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! So it'll have been a good. It'll have been a good, what twenty years and, since uh, you last wore one then. And Deck will bring along his, uh, his his bow tie that he can that he can loose later in the night. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, I think that's what he'll do for you. He'll put you in a fake one while the yeah, yeah, coffin yeah, yeah, is open, yeah. and then yeah. just before it closes, just undo it <laughs> and drape. It. Thanks, yeah. Deck. I'd really, I'd really appreciate that. That would be really nice. With a dirty martini. Very James Dean. Yeah. 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 There goes the neighborhood. Now, what's a dirty martini? Um, a dirty martini, I think, is a martini where there's olive juice in it. I think. Gross. Oh, is that it? You squeeze the olive. Oh, never that makes anything it. dirty. Or, I think so. or you pour yeah. the olive, the brine in from the olives. I, I thought maybe Gross. you just stuck your finger in it or something. Like it was legitimately disgusting. <laughs> I, I had a, a martini the other night. Uh, it was a lychee one, but even so, it was the same base ingredients. They're absolutely horrible. Like, I know. I like love. Them. I do love a martini. Do you? Yeah, it's just booze. Oh. Like, it's just pure, pure booze. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Fantastic. Yeah. It's, oh, it's like God. a it's like a it's like a kind of a monochrome negroni like it's just just three types of booze can i just say monochrome negroni would be the greatest racehorse i could ever bet on <laughs> <laughs> let's let's sire that horse yeah 100 yeah. it's definitely not michael, michael sorry hang on a sec so, so yeah, yeah 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 michael yeah. go on talk us through that sentence as let's find sire a, that horse find a, that's that has a very that's not what it means do you know what sire means Find a horse to make that horse. No, no. <laughs> what does that mean? Sire means you are fathering. <laughs> no, 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 Sire no, we'll means to another, father. No, so we'll you were get... saying let's father that horse. <laughs> I was saying let's get another horse to father that horse. Well, can we not just get one ready made? I don't know that I want. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. We'll get ready. to be involved in the whole process. I'll get yeah. one off done deal. Fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look at Michael trying to pretend he's ever bought anything off done deal. <laughs> Have you ever used done deal? Uh, I've le- definitely listed some stuff on there. I think I tried to offload. Have you my- like what? Oh my god! Remember what? when I tried to Pits. offload my DVD collection via this podcast? My wife. I think that eventually <laughs> yeah. went to fe- went to done deal. <laughs> and did somebody buy it? No, 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 no. <laughs> no I, I had to burn it. <laughs> you burnt your DVD. <laughs> it was the safest thing to do, you know. It's too much incriminating evidence on. Yeah. 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 Michael, what are we doing here? Like, what's the... Yeah, yeah. Well, look, we're talking about Indiana Jones. He's an archaeologist. He's a professor. He's an adventurer. But most of all, he's a fictional movie character. Appearing in four movies to date and a fifth, which is in cinemas around now. Uh, Indiana Jones and his movies, obviously, they loom large in pop culture. But are they a legitimate like? And I will say, Deck... Um, you you kind of you kind of kicked off on this one. Um, it's not possible to keep talking. The music is so damn catchy. That's a kind of like it's. I mean, yeah. I feel like getting out my umbrella and flushing all you birds away. Um, no, but Deck, you you said it's a great trilogy, and I think that's exactly the way we should think about it. We are not, and I repeat, not talking about the fourth film. Even then, I think, I think the middle one, the middle one, we kind of gotta ignore a little bit as well. Like that's the kind of quite racist Indian 
brain-eating bast is not a yeah temple of doom we can kind of we can kind of skip oh it's michael's well. favorite he's just lying it's his favorite one he says it. it's his godfather <laughs> yeah. three it's his oceans 12 it's his judas iscariot it's um, his uh <laughs> sorry it would be it would be a hard case to say that judas iscariot was the best of the apostles it really would be and yet you make it i mean mm. he does have mm. he had ambition He's more screen time. Who's your favorite? Who, which apostle do you most identify with? Don't look me in the eye and tell me that it's not Judas Iscariot. Thomas the twin. <laughs> Always. Was he no, twin? Michael, you're such a Peter. <laughs> such a suck up. But you'd still betray your friend. Like, But then you'd also be like, oh, well, I guess I'd be Pope, though. You know? Yeah. It worked out all right for Peter. Yeah, of course it did. He was stoned to death. I, I, I did want to... Thank you guys for bringing me on. And I, yeah. one of the things I, I worked through, just considering we're talking about the Bible, and like, I, I think the problem with the two Indiana Jones films that are bad is they're not based around stuff from the Bible that has inexplicable yeah. magical power, right? They're yeah. just based on weird temples and aliens in South America. And they don't have Nazis. You want they Nazis and no Bibles. No Nazis and no Bibles. So yeah. what I've done is I've come up with a film for each of you, right? Okay. Where Indiana Jones mm-hmm. would work with you to track down a biblical artifact that would give each of you a magical power I think you would enjoy. So this, this is my gift to you. Thank you very right? much. Okay. So, so for, for Michael, we have Indiana Jones and the tree of Zacchaeus, who you remember is the tax man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, just, it's just a money tree. It's just a magic money tree for yeah. Michael. Not that Amazing. he needs it, but I think he would enjoy no, it. No, but also, like Zacchaeus, he's a, he's a greedy little 100%. man. So he'd have to climb up And to really see likes it, climbing you know? things. You know, I can I'm see short. Yeah. I'm quite short. A tree. Yeah, I exactly. couldn't see from a crowd. Yeah, that's actually very... Yeah. 100%. Um, Anya, this, this was very easy, right? So this is Indiana Jones and the phrase book of Babel which will allow you to speak any accent flawlessly on command. I think the podcast would never get oh, over this. Baby. It would be incredible. Like a small part of me feels like you might already have this in your house, but I think there'd be a lot of, uh, a lot of Valentine's sent uh, based oh, on that. So I'm, my to for you. Um, I'm just worried that the Bible doesn't have anything about an ability to sit at home on your own watching test cricket and baking and not talking. Well, what, 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 I, what I do have for you, it's a little on the nose, but it, it's Indiana Jones and the, the really big endless loaf of bread. So it's just the loaf of plenty. It just gives you <laughs> yes. a piece of bread that yes. never runs yes. out. He doesn't eat the fish, it. but just bread forever. I've nothing for Will. I didn't. I know Will wasn't going to be here, but I still have nothing no. for him. So those are my three, uh, my three Indiana Jones films, specifically around you guys. Indiana Jones and the... And the what? <laughs> the proletariat of shame. <laughs> and the downtrodden masses. Why was he Dutch? <laughs> was the Dutch proletariat there? of shame. You got a bit Dutch on you. No, you got, I got, a little bit. Yeah. You were a bit the proletariat of shame. Like in, I in, in, in Sorry, I listened to an interview <laughs> with uh, Jerry Adams recently, and at one point on you, he said the word pamphlet, but he said he literally said. And I wrote a pamphlet. Like it was a full on pamphlet. And I was like, that's just on you, Jerry Adams. Yeah. A like he swallowed half the word as he said it. Yeah. Pamphlet's um, a tough one to do, I'd say, in any, in any accent, you know? Like, Deck, you okay, and what would you get, Deck? I, I don't know, but I'll give you guys to the to the end of the show maybe to, mm. to okay. come up with a film for me. Maybe the producers, they have nothing else to do over the next hour yeah, or so. That's fair. Um, so. Guys, will we get into the three question quiz? Yeah. All right. Um,. <laughs> So, uh, question one. Famously, moustache man Tom Selleck was very close to beating Harrison Ford for the role of Indiana Jones. 
but mm. which other actors were considered in casting? So I'm going to give you three actors, two of which were considered for the role, and one of which was not. So was it Bill Murray, Jack Nicholson, or James Caan? Ooh. So only one of them wasn't? Yeah. Only yeah. one of them. Really? Right? Yeah. Right? That's I know. insane. I know. It is insane. That's yeah. insane. I know. It's great like trivia. It can't, it can, I mean, it can't be Jack Nicholson. Like, it just... Can it be Bill Murray? <sighs> yeah, no, that's also... That's also Bill Murray fair. doing all those things. I guess, again, though, when Indiana Jones came about first, you know, it, like... Hmm. James Caan, you can kind of just see, like, that. that's kind of plausible. Or has Michael just thrown in a godfather actor because <laughs> he couldn't think of any other actors i think michael might have made up james Caan there like you're talking you're talking 10 years after the godfather are you what, what year was the first indiana jones 80 81 81 it's er, it's er, it's earlier yeah i think it's i think it's i think it's 81 right because then it's it's mm. before et like he writes et on the set of yes Indiana Jones, yes, just chatting it over, being like, "I've got this kind of story of an alien and a, a child. I think it could be good." It's like, "What a ridiculous human being just to do yeah. this in his spare time between takes on yeah. one of the best films of all time." <laughs> like, it's eighty, it's eighty-one, yeah. Mm. Um, like, I, Jack Nicholson would be amazing. Yeah, you, you know the scene in Batman where Jack Nicholson is going around and he's destroying all of the artwork. I can just see him mm. doing that <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, temple, yeah, yeah. just yeah. skipping through the temple, knocking stuff over with a stick. <laughs> playing prince um, in the background yeah 100 percent. it's such a different film uh yeah bill murray, bill murray doesn't seem right hugh you got you got it right i mean james can it's the one that i that i stuck in there the reason i put him in there mm. was that he was very close to getting the role of han solo the other big harrison ford role but both bill murray and jack nicholson were were on the slate to to to, to do it yeah um, and i think bill murray was there were basically a number of sort of snl or comedians who they were, who they mm. approached for it because they really wanted to lean into the, the comic side of the role, um, but then Harrison Ford. That's interesting. I wonder, like, so they, they did sign him up for a three year deal. I wonder if you would have actually gotten Nicholson or Bill Murray to do a three year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deal yeah. could have been the yeah. Seinfeld. Seinfeld, that would yeah. be amazing. <laughs> Go on, Michael or Anya, give us Seinfeld as Indiana Jones. What's the deal with the Temple of Doom? I can't do a Seinfeld. I can't do anything. I, I, I've never seen Seinfeld. She thinks it belongs in a museum. She thinks it belongs in a museum. <laughs> it's the Ark of the Covenant. I'm telling you. She said it belongs in a museum. <laughs> never went to Sunday school? <laughs> um, yeah, well, anyway, I mean, it seems like there were a long list of actors considered. Anya, you have question two? Yeah, can, can anyone give me uh, Indiana Jones's full name and title okay hold on a sec so well, the dog's name he, is indiana that's all he's henry henry, henry dr james, henry jones james jr jr yeah dr henry well, I'm, jones I'm gonna need the is it henry james jones jr henry james no, there's, need, there's no. a middle name there's a middle name and it's not indiana no henry jones mm. henry jones jr the dog was indiana um uh, I mean, I I don't know Indiana Jones's middle name. I've got this no, far in I mean, life. That's, that's, yeah, I'm I can okay. do that. I I I did hear that he he was going to be called Indiana Smith apparently, which is again just another. Yeah, he imagine was. how dull yeah. that would be. Indiana Smith, so the name would be Henry Smith, just like local accountant. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was actually Doctor Henry Walton Jones. 
Say that again. That wasn't a name. Walton. Do- you yeah. added a few syllables there. <laughs> Doctor Henry Walton. But Onya, here's my question. Junior. So where does that appear in the film? Is there a document or something, or is this on the uh, done outside of the films? Well, well he. Do- do you think he does a right to work check at the start? He's like, give him a passport. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like filling in all his details. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if it's, not, if it's not no. in the films, Michael, I, or Anya, I don't accept it. Sorry, I said Michael because I'm so used to not accepting what Michael says. But <laughs> in this case, it was you. Well, the thing the thing about Indiana Jones is he's not just a movie character. He's a comic book car- character. He's a movie character. He's a video game character. He's a, a, a fiction character. So, you know... Like, are we are we broadening the scope to outside the movies? No, Michael doesn't even want to talk about most of the movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm so like, yeah. <laughs> not sure we're going to get into the novelizations. Yeah. Are we going to talk about the Super Bowl halftime show again? Like, that's what I want oh, to yeah. find out about. Where is Gloria Estefan? Yeah. <laughs> well, question two, kind of straight into question three, um, which is also about his name. Can't um, be that good then. So, the awesome name Indiana Jones was inspired by the name of a 1966 film what was the name of the film and i'm going to give you three potential options was it connecticut malone was it nevada smith or was it kentucky kelly Connecticut Malone. Connecticut Malone. Oh, what does he do? Come like, what does gonna? He just goes I to mean, Stanford. It's a it's a form it's a formula that always works. You know, U.S. state name. Malone. And Irish. See, I would say really know, there aren't many Malones in Connecticut. I'd say it's not a waspy name. You know, no. it's too it's Irish. Bit, it's a little too Irish for uh, for Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe maybe he's from Boston and he once like I don't know used a fancy spoon and they refer to him as Connecticut Malone in Boston. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Connecticut Malone. Over here. <laughs> Nevada Smith and Kentucky Kelly. Are we saying he made up Connecticut Malone? Yeah. Well, no. Hang on. What's the question? <laughs> really one, of the, <laughs> one of these was a real 1966 film uh, that inspired the, the title of, uh, of Indiana Jones. Which one? Nevada Smith is pretty dumb, isn't it? But is that the full name of the film, Michael? The film can't be called Nevada no, it is, Smith. It is. It is. Fucking it terrible. is terrible. It's the the one. The film is one of these names. That's so bad. <laughs> it is. Um, right. <laughs> okay, Anya. Um, and Michael. In in so in each of these, these this is a character, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So Anya, Kentucky Kelly. Good to have you here on the podcast. How are you doing? Great to meet you. Tell us all about the biopic of your life. Are you a horse? Is that why Kentucky Kelly can't speak right now? <laughs> She's getting there. Horses and bluegrass and what a strange way to introduce yourself by saying I like horses. So unusual. Only a real person would say that. Oh, yeah, I don't mean to be unfair, but the whole point of getting you to do an Jesus accent Christ. is that there's some sound. There's some words. <laughs> like anything. I, I, the I, listeners I, can't see your frightened eyes. That's actually the name of my novel. Michael, I think you want us to think that it's Kentucky Kelly. Because it sounds like something you made up, but I think it's probably Nevada Smith. You know what? What do you guys think? Sorry, it's... Anya's got it. Anya's got it. Nevada Smith was a 1966 film. Uh, Nevada Smith was played by Steve McQueen. 
And right. I think basically th- the way it worked was that Steven Spielberg had a dog called Indiana and he wanted to call uh, he wanted to call his film Indiana Smith and then they realized it was too similar to Nevada Smith so they changed it and it's mm. way better. So Yeah, much better. One of the great names of all time. Okay, so I guess we know something so which about... was which was wrong? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> Jesus, well, you! Well, yeah, <laughs> no, you made you made up one of them, did you? No, no two, made, no, two, made two of them. Oh, no, no, as always, I was answering a different question here. Um, so, guys, let's let's get into it. And really, the meat of this episode is going to be: what are our favorite bits of these films? Can I start at the end? I want to. Please I want to do. start at the end because I think I think this film is it's another it's another perfect film. My my favorite bit of it that I think exists even even outside the film is the very last scene where they box up the ark and roll it into the warehouse oh. and it just kind of pans out. It's like a post credit scene before we had post credit scenes. It's a great twist. It's amazing. They never go back to it, and it's like it. It's just such clever Spielberg stuff to be like. It gives you just enough to wonder what else is in those other boxes, and it's just a, like the film didn't need it at all. Like they could have blown up. It's the amazing. Arc. They could have just had it disappear, but it's so cleverly done, and it's just like it exists yep. by itself. Even if somebody who's never seen Indiana Jones wouldn't even know that it was from Indiana Jones. But that idea is basically the basis of the X Files and so much stuff that comes after and it's like i think that that's a work of genius like that's the difference between just like a, a kind of an adventure film and somebody who's actually yeah. really understands how to make people leave the cinema going like that was fucking great yeah 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 top man top men that's it top men it's so good i i so deck you started at the you started at the end i will start in a more conventional way at the start which is yeah. i think the the very opening a couple of scenes in Raiders of the Lost Ark not a controversial opinion has to be said are amazing the bit where he's running away from the boulder in the temple in the jungle and uh, jumps out onto the plane it's amazing it's an amazing introduction to a character it just works perfectly and it also ends with a bit of you know it's 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 kind of lighthearted towards the end you know it's perfect it's just like Indiana Jones in a, in a nutshell you know? yeah Anya have you seen the three Indiana Jones films yeah of course I have don't, of course I have me, Anya. That's a perfectly fair question to ask you. I mean, how could you be an Irish person of a certain age and not have seen it? Um, have you seen all three of you? I have, yeah. But Anya, I've seen lots of films. Yeah. Where you've seen, you've seen four films, like... Yeah, three of them are Indiana Jones. Yeah, no, that's just <laughs> very lucky, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> the other one is Love Actually, maybe? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I... I, 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 I... <laughs> it's not a denial. I'm not a big... <laughs> big you know movie goer movie watcher uh but i've seen the basics were you about to say movie file but you don't like putting file on the end of a word (laughs) so hang on i want to know what Anya's basics are like what what are what are the core texts give us film 101 there on you so the 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 core the core texts are um yeah indiana jones couple of bonds yeah that kind of covers you for you know misogyny (laughs) talking to any man and then and then coming of age wise you want your 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 kind of brat pack stuff you got your you know your breakfast club your uh 16 candles your pretty in pink 16 candles interesting yeah uh actually actually i've seen 16 candles (laughs) (laughs) have you seen ferris Um, this is like somebody putting together a tinder profile based on things they know people like that they haven't seen this is amazing But I, I, I saw Ferris Bueller in the Breakfast Club in the last 10 years mm. as sort of a concerted effort to become a more... Rounded cool person. 
mm. or more rounded person yeah mm. uh, other movies I've seen I mean I guys I just have such bad taste I have such bad taste in everything yeah it's true you do it's what people say about you I, I think it's crazy to ask you if you've seen these films because like you know that there's some I've said film again um, that's one for our American audience film you know the way you associate some people with a particular film uh, like Jeremy you had on for Back to the Future because Jeremy the is future, Back yeah. to the Future um, yeah. Yeah. Hugh just kind of I would say 90% of the things Hugh says is you have chosen poorly like it's just <laughs> it's, it's like if That's I wanted true. to know if Hugh was actually Hugh or an imposter of Hugh I would ask him how he would chosen something and if he didn't yeah. say you have chosen poorly then I would I'd know <laughs> it wasn't that? Hugh it's, 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 it's it is Hugh Hugh is that like ghost oh, a big old knight yeah yeah <laughs> an old crumbly man <laughs> old crumbly man with a big lot of cups yeah oh i mean like i was correcting i was correcting uh matt's test recently and definitely if someone has picked the wrong wrong option i would occasionally just say to myself you chose poorly, poorly. <laughs> <laughs> kids don't get it but you listen no, no, you, no what, what's your what's your favorite scene or your favorite bit in any of the indiana jones films i so uh, my favorite is well, my favorite film first of all is The Last Crusade. I'll yeah, accept that perfect. maybe Raiders of the Lost Ark is is great, obviously, and and may even be better. But The Last Crusade is more fun. I think Sean yeah. Connery is great. You've um Marcus wandering around all the markets that great as well. He's um, a shadow. Just... You'll never find him. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a great, it's a great line. Um, my brother and I always used to enjoy adding as many S words as we could to the Sean Connery <laughs> sentence when they're on the yeah. Zeppelin, because what he says is basically Indiana Jones says like it's good to be away from all this, and Sean Connery says something like, "Oh, once we're safely out of Germany, I'll sh- gladly share that sentiment." But we would sort of add in sort of once we're safely shot of Scharbrücken in this airship, we'll share that sentiment surely. Um, I like anything that shows you in his in his day to day life. You know, yes. like, I love you on the eyes. Yes. Like anything where you're like, what are you doing? Like, what what's he doing the rest of the year? Of course, you know Michael I mean? loves that. That's I, his fantasy. No, I love all that stuff. Oh, no, you're totally right. Any bit where we a, see him having a sexy a, old professor. A, yeah. <laughs> who he can blink at? Do you, th- do you think he had a very specific hair gel and? outfits for each different no i see that, that's the thing look. i think i don't know yeah, if he's it's quite in... nerdy in his professor look isn't yeah it? but i don't know if it's in the yeah. in the if, it, if it's in race the lost ark or last crusade but there's a scene where he he slips away from his from his job and he basically it's takes off his, takes off his 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 jacket and puts on mm. the leather jacket and you see the transformation you know this character actually makes sense like the the sort of the professor and the adventurer they come together and it makes a lot of sense I think he wears a hat throughout as well. I love it. I love it. Every... Yeah. What do you think he would have been like? A as... professor in the street and a, a freak in the... In the... I can't think of any butter cheats. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> I want you all to indulge me in uh, a little game. We're, we're going to see if you have the same knowledge as Indiana uh, Jones when it comes to artifacts and historical treasures. So I'm going to give you some trivia about a piece uh, of, of uh, from history and you have to guess what it is. And I've got three of these. We'll pepper these throughout the episode. I call it Smart Artifact Facts. Smart Artifact Facts. Smart yeah. Facts. Smart Attacks. Smart, smart Artifact Facts. facts. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to guess from, e- from each of you on what this is and I'll give you a sense of how hot or cold you are, okay? So over 900 of these have been discovered and more are being unearthed every year. The largest warriors. weighs 86 tons. Bitcoin. So, Declan, <laughs> you are you are about as hot as hot as a hot as a big dog after a long run. Uh, that's your that's guess. And that's Hugh, pretty you are, Hugh, you are as cold as a park bench in January. Well, January where? Yeah, January where the sun is pretty hot. N- North Northern Hemisphere. Okay, gotcha. Of the sun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so was Deck right? No, no, no. He's 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 he's, what? he's, he's warm. He's warm, but he's not. Not very hot. Michael, a big dog after a run is going to be very hot. <laughs> Think of all that hair he's got Tony, on him. do you have any guess? 900 of these have been discovered and more are being unearthed every year. The largest weighs 86 tons. See, I, I guessed before the 86 tons. That's a big soldier. If the, lads, the lads <laughs> down in uh, Easter Island. The, um, oh. Hugh is oh. as hot as Anya's mic. What are they called? Don't tell me. What are they called? It's like heads. Mo, heads, 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 heads. Mo, Moa or Moa. That's it, Hugh. Very, well, God, very well done. Amazing. Yeah, I was just going to call them the Easter Island statues, but they are called Moai. Uh, they're created by the Rapa Nui people. Yeah, and uh, apparently they still find them everywhere. So... Uh, Hugh, that's very impressive. Very impressive, Hugh. We'll come back to. Well I've got done. two more of those. We'll come back to them uh, a bit later. I'm gonna just keep guessing terracotta warriors and hoping <laughs> that at some stage these are all things that are being dug out of islands. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask if anyone has had experience of the third best Indiana Jones movie, which is the Lucas Arts computer game Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Did you guys play that? No. <laughs> no. This sounds like a oh, PC game of some sort, is it? It's amazing. It's a little yeah, sort of you point and click and you'll walk and then you'll do things. It is so good. Oh my god, it's an early nineties game. Amazing. Does he have a little pixelated whip? He starts all he has a whip. He starts and then like you have to use all different things to figure out. It's lots of puzzles and things. You start off in his uh, in his college and then you go through and find stuff there. You go to Crete. You go to where else do you go? Do you go to Germany? You go to Iceland or somewhere and you end up anyway in Atlantis. But it is amazing. If you have any sort of software that allows mm. you to play ancient computer games, I would thoroughly recommend it. Deck, you would love it. I just it's just dawned on me that that Indiana Jones is basically tomb raider right but tomb raider is just kind of like extra sexy mm. for teenage boys indiana jones and everybody really put that together which i know is kind of stupid but that's literally exactly what it is but tomb like, raider tomb like lara croft has no cool like the the movies it, it, deck to go back to your point earlier like that's why the movies were such a flop there's just no depth she makes no sense behind I those guess, little hot pants a, Do you know she's what just mean? a really yeah, rich girl who likes digging for dinosaurs holes. and yeah the, yeah Makes no sense. Interesting. Uh, Michael, what's your favourite scene? Did you tell us yours? My favourite bit... Uh, my favourite bits of the films are the, the various chase scenes. 
So mm. there's the one. I, I there's a one in it's in Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Where the Nazis have the Ark. I think he's on the. Truck. He starts on the horse and he jumps. He starts on the, on the horse, horse and he the goes to the truck. Yeah, great. And you have this great sense of where he is and where all the bad guys are, and it just works really, really well. And also, it's clearly Harrison Ford doing all the stunts, and it's 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 great. And then uh, there's also the tank chase scene in yes. the, in in uh, in the Last Crusade, which again is just choreographed really really well, and it goes on for like twenty minutes. Do you know what I mean? Like these are they're big parts of the movie. But I will say I agree with you guys. Temple of Doom, Temple of Doom, not so much fun. But the minecart piece at the end, that chase, it's again also brilliantly set up. I love that part of it. Like that film is worth sitting through for the last kind of 25 minutes or so of it. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's like that idea that people use it to criticise some of the superhero movies now because they, they have taken it too far, but there's this idea that Spielberg is always trying to basically make a theme park ride yeah. at the yeah. movies. So <laughs> it's why when you go to Universal Studios, like you can get on the bike for E.T. and kind of cycle that way. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- there's always a kind of like an action scene. You're getting chased by the shark in Jaws. You're getting chased by the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. There is that sense of like, it's it, it's like the film is bringing you to these action scenes that you get dragged along in. And you're right, there's a great yeah. sense of you never really get lost in them. Because yeah. he's he's very deliberate about what he shows you, and it, like it kind of makes sense. You don't get yeah, you don't get confused. Michael and I have gotten a lot of criticism for this previously, but uh, you know that we like to kind of bring things back. We love a bit of nostalgia, but they they really don't make them like that anymore. This anymore, that anymore, do they? No, I don't. I don't think like I think you can. Hopefully, whoever's listening to this, like pretty much everyone has those scenes in their head. You know, mm. and I don't mm-hmm. think movies are made at this this stage where those action scenes, uh, those like critical plot points imprint themselves to the extent that that they did in those films when we were all do, watching. Do you them. think that's partially because of obviously CGI is in everything, so it's not as difficult as it was to render yeah. these scenes anymore? This, yeah, I you know, think we're so. very yeah. used to yeah. them. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. I, mean? I think so, and there's just more of it. Because yeah. I, when we were kids, I think still people said when they came out of the cinema, oh, the special effects were amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was the last time? What was the last time you said that about anything? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I had a question for you guys about the Nazis. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> Why does? Not cool, <laughs> this generally. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So okay, broadly so anti, except not a legitimate like. Let's just say that. What's what's funny about these films is like the Nazis aren't played in any way kind of interestingly. Like they're kind of, they're doofuses, they're morons, they're idiots and they always get their faces melted. So it's Mm -hmm. like, like, so Spielberg is a a Jewish filmmaker and there's, there's something kind of like, like presumably quite satisfying about like making the Nazis out to be morons and then you always get to melt them down and there's no Mm -hmm. attempt to portray them as being cool in, in any kind of way. But it's also a time when we're yeah. making films where we weren't yet ready to see Nazis played by good actors well. So like Inglorious Bastards is about 25 years later, right? So there are films mm. Mm. kind of 20, 30 years later where people are starting to play bad guys in a way mm. that's kind of compelling. But Spielberg's no interest in this and this. Like in any of the films, the bad guys are always just kind of idiots who get melted there's no nuance to them yeah. there's no kind of like th- like there's no great actors who are playing any of the nazis it's just no nazis are fucking dumb and let's watch them melt and it's 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 yeah. very I different think it's, uh, will 
mention this the zombie episode. I think it's just so that you can just enjoy. One hundred percent. Bad guys. Yeah. This is just bad guys. You don't 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 worry about it. You know? I think from Spielberg's point of view, there's probably also a satisfaction kind of lampooning them. Like they they That's look ridiculous. I mean, yeah. You know, they look they, like fucking idiots. Yeah. 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 Um, it, 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 well, what are you doing in the name of God? I'm just re- re- adjusting in my chair. For the listener, Michael, Michael sort of thrusts his, his, his torso against the camera. Just, just getting comfy. Was, just settling into the pod on you, okay? Yeah, but why, why, do, why, why do you have to be so close to the camera? <laughs> it's for, for your pleasure. Um, oh, but, I, but it's like um, they're never, like they're never bombed, like they're not Bond villains, right? So there's yeah. never a scene no, where a Nazi gets to have yeah. a big speech and be kind of interesting, even though you know they're wrong. He's like, no, we're not even going to give them that. We're just going to make them look stupid and then melt them. Cause but they them. also have to draft in smart people to help them, right? Don't they? Yeah, because they don't know anything. You know? Yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, we'll get this yeah. French... And maybe there's a deep commentary there about how, like, you know, um, kind of academics and other people who should know better helping the Nazis yeah. out because you know but do, do you think it's kind of an old-fashioned style of film though you know it's goodies and baddies it's like cops and robbers you know what I mean there's it's it's it, it's very it knows it's very unnuanced and that's kind of what makes it fun and a good yeah I think so I think like so zero nuance yeah oh, yeah I think so 100%. Mm. yeah yeah mm. yeah guys I have to say I am uh, gonna say something controversial my favorite one is the temple of doom so, okay, walk us through it. Well, why, you did why, say you terrible taster. Why? Why I, the I, hell would I, I you just, say that? <laughs> I just really like it, and I, I genuinely think there's such. I remember as a child there being such actual menace when they discovered that weird underground fire pit. Yeah. And you really think that they're going to dump Willie? Yeah, Willie. Yeah. yeah. Willie, Willie in the in the the lava. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I just remember like, in terms of my first reaction to seeing it as a child. I thought the face mounting thing was mental. Like mm. I thought it was so stupid as a child. Yeah. But I, for some reason, found this absolutely terrifying. It's, it's definitely, and... Temple of Doom is definitely, apart from the, the end of it really, it's a tighter film. It all takes place in a much smaller, you know, set of locations. Whereas the other films are just, they just stretch right across the world, right? Whereas Temple of Doom... Yeah, yeah. I think possibly as a child, this was easier to digest yeah. the plot. Yeah. And you were like, oh no, there's just these like very... It's, it's like a haunted house kind where... of situation. Yeah, 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 who are yeah. stealing kids. Yeah. And like, we all know this is terrible. And then, yeah, very well primed for the later Disney ride as well. Yeah. All the yeah, yeah. shuttling along yeah. the, the, the mines. Uh, but I absolutely loved it. And isn't that the one where Willie had to put her hand in the in the insects as well? Yeah. I think there might have been eating of eyeballs or something, right? As well, wasn't that a thing? Yeah, and then the snake gets yeah. put open yeah. at the table. You know, there's, there's a lot of form, a lot... A lot Jesus Christ, Michael... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Michael's just oh eating for, for the for those watching just, at home, we're not watching at home. Michael's just eating monkey brains and live beetles. It's getting, uh, it's getting, Michael, there was a minute ago somewhere you had ice in a glass and you were like <laughs> really? Oh no. Oh no. No, no, it was ama- it was amazing. No, it's always me. Um but I, I just remember those things really uh, stuck with me as a child mm. and another thing that I always found kind of devastating about the movies was I used to always be very upset that he always had a new gal in each film and I'd be like what happened to the old one? The, the first film and the third film have very strong female characters like uh, Marion Ravenwood and Elsa Scheider is that her name? Um, they're great they're great strong characters and definitely you know 
not characteristic of other female female portrayals at, at the time. Now they're no, that, under that's true, undercut they, they by the second film. They just don't need to film. be love interests necessarily. Yeah, like, yeah. Why couldn't she just be the daughter of somebody he he knew who had this medallion thing? Yeah. There's yeah. also that weird scene where the guy makes her put on a wedding dress that he's inexplicably been carting around the desert yeah. just in case he runs into a small woman. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. No, you've kind of hit on the head on you. Like, if there were as many Indiana Jones films as there are Bond movies, there would be as many Indiana Jones women. Girl. And it yeah. would be weird yeah. to be like, yeah. oh, it is kind of a bit like just replaceable women who kind of might have a plot function, yeah. but they're always going to kind of kiss him weirdly. And yeah. I just, I just really remember that being like a thing when I was younger, just being like, oh. Because also when you're a girl, like, this is all that you're seeing mm. all the time. Do you know what I mean? So you just it's, it's interesting when you look back and it, you know, that this stuff is kind of imprinting on you. But yeah. Guys, time for another smart artifact fact. Okay. Terracotta Warriors. This was once displayed in Napoleon's bedroom. His penis. It was also once... <laughs> <laughs> it was also it's once true. stolen. And Probably more Pablo than Pablo Picasso was implicated in its theft. The World Cup. That all we guess. Yeah, so Hugh, your guess? The, the World, World Cup. Cup. The FIFA World Cup. You are as Context cold... guess is Napoleon's penis. <laughs> you... Okay. Am I as Hugh... cold as Napoleon's penis? <laughs> You're as cold as Napoleon's penis and Deck is as cold as a wetsuit. Or the World Cup. Um, the World Cup is definitely like a hundred years later, Hugh, so that's an interesting, interesting call. Yeah, but Picasso nicked it, didn't he? You know, and then it was found by that dog, Sprinkles, or whatever it his name was. It was found by a dog, yeah. Yeah, Anya, you must know that, do you? The, you know the World Cup was stolen and was found by a dog. <laughs> <laughs> his name was Sprinkles or Pringles, because yeah. it'd be the sort of thing that you'd be like, I'm a football fan. That's good trivia, yeah, yeah I know something. Just, yeah. You know? yeah, no, but it, like, you'd discuss it with her and you'd realise that Anya thinks that the dog is still alive, you know? like you'd yeah. just And you'd break <laughs> it to her, like you'd have to break it to her. Oh, it'd be the heart, yeah, yeah. I was going to say the scream, but I guess that wouldn't have been uh, that wouldn't have been around. This is a, okay. Was... Hugh, like you're getting Guernica? I don't know, like you're, the kiss. You're getting you're getting warmer, Hugh. You're you're getting your uh, how warm you're, am I, Michael? You're you're as hot as a can of coke that you've taken off the shelf in the shop, not from the fridge. You know, you're getting so the Mona Lisa. Is it the a... Mona Lisa? No, it's Anya. Anya, really? you are uh, Anya is hot as a, as as the cheese in a sandwich from a toasty maker. It is the Mona Lisa. Yep. Yep. Right. Stolen. Napoleon and, uh, had the Mona Lisa, didn't he? He had it. And, and Pablo Picasso was questioned by police when it went missing, which is nuts, really, isn't it? I, I, I feel like we should just generally always ask Picasso. Like, imagine <laughs> yeah. a prime detective show Pablo. where Picasso <laughs> is basically in the role of, you know, somebody from Bones, where you're like, Picasso, what do you think? He's like, well, let me just draw you out what I think happened. It's like, hmm. Yeah, okay, it's just a big thanks, splodge of blue, though. Doesn't really tell you much at all. <laughs> It is weird when you think about it. Like, I mean, you kind of just have to accept that in this universe, Indiana Jones is actually really excited about finding things and putting them in museums. But like that opening scene, like that that golden idol statue is mm-hmm. like sitting in a temple and there are all these people nearby who clearly yep. that is a temple that's important to them. Yep. And he just, he just steals it. He just, just takes straight it. up being like, and then runs yeah. away and gets away. And but even, you know, when you think too what? much about like why Tomb Raider is called Tomb Raider. Correct. Like, what, like... <laughs> What? Oh yeah, you know, that is I such mean, a truth bomb, Anya. That is the hottest take you have ever had on this podcast. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's, yeah. there's jokes. Have they, in the has she film. no respect for the dead? And you think she'd cover up when she was going in there, wouldn't you? Jesus. But, but, God, Michael, you would do anything to further your grave robbing agenda, wouldn't you? 
What's the best grave you've ever robbed, Michael? Or defiled? <laughs> Go on, tell us. He's going to have to do one of his weird... Uh, his weird, I have never... To my knowledge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And another, another denial. I'll tell you what, right, Michael, tell us, tell us three people buried in Glasnevin Cemetery. Two Who of you them haven't. you defiled, yeah. one of them you have. <laughs> <laughs> He's not allowed in the Republican plot anymore. <laughs> Guys, if you could have one um, artifact just for having in your home, what would you select? From the films or, or no, just general from 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 all of all of. Uh... I'd love to have the Ark of the Covenant. I don't know, Hugh. It doesn't really tie the room together. Like it's quite you could, glitzy. You could, you, you, know? could, you could, yeah. like, I mean, if you're using it as a coffee table and you just manage to just push your feet against it in that way that the lid came off, it'd be mm. fucking devastating. Yeah. Like it's high yeah. risk coffee table, especially with toddlers is, around. Yeah. Michael, we'd be yeah. fucked. Yeah, yeah. Take their eye out on it. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. one true cross in your garden. Oh, the sh- the shroud that you're in. As a throw. Oh, you just mean a general artifact, not something from the films. Anything. No, anything. So Jack, just don't anything we'd that. like in the world to steal and keep in our house. Like, yeah, what would you like? The Mona Lisa. <laughs> Napoleon's okay, penis. Are... I don't know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, what do we think about Harrison Ford generally? Because I think he's awesome. <laughs> I generally like... try not to know much about actors outside of seeing them in films. I think it helps just to watch the films that way. But he does always seem yeah. to be a bit cranky and a bit serious. But like, if you look at, if you can pull up his IMDb, right, the stretch that he has where it kind of like, it pulls in like Star Wars, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Blade Runner. Like, it's just like that stretch from like the late 70s into the mid 80s is kind of like, it's incredible. Yeah. Like it's actually like yeah. he was the the biggest movie star in all of the coolest films that ever were, and then later he was in Air Force One. You know, so like yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's yeah, yeah he's yeah. very the Fugitive. I love the Fugitive. No, Harrison Ford's very cool. He's one of these guys here. Like he he'd make you consider a film if you'd never heard of. It. Like let's say you're flicking through Netflix and yeah. somehow yeah. you haven't heard of it. Be like this is a film from like the nineties, late eighties. Harrison yeah. Ford is in it. It's probably fucking yeah. great. Yeah, The Fugitive is an amazing film. The Fugitive? The Fugitive so is an amazing good. film. I didn't kill my yeah. wife. Yeah. I don't care. There's another film I've seen. So, yeah. Michael, who, who do you fancy more, Tom Cruise or Harrison Ford? Wow, I mean, I look, you know when... There's such a clear answer to this. Yeah. Harrison Ford. I think Harrison Ford's yeah. a lot hotter. Yeah. No yeah, he is, right? Tom Cruise is too clean as well. He's too... He's too you yeah. know brushed aluminium you know whereas harrison ford like yeah the kind of the shrug and the smirk of harrison ford he's great he's great he's a great guy but who who do you think would win in a fight indiana jones or han solo well does han solo have laser have guns his, have his laser. <laughs> oh no indiana jones indiana it, jones just... man to man indiana jones no question it's just mano or mano yeah. yeah now yeah. i did talk we mentioned the other great franchise of james bond right who would you prefer with you in a crisis bond Indiana Jones. Yeah. Indy. I prob Yeah, I think Bond is gonna save himself. I think Bond is, you know and, and also the thing is, in a way Bond always wins, whereas in in many ways, like in Indiana Jones loses a lot. You know what I mean? Like like Raiders of the Lost Ark, he's lost by they the end of it. They both get captured a lot. I was just thinking that like I mean <laughs> yeah. so many scenes in Indiana Jones. It opens with Indiana Jones is tied up again. You're like, Fucking hell, Indy, like you run away, but you seem to get caught quite a bit. Get tied up, yeah, get untied. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He's always cutting himself or other people out of bandages or out of like little wristbands. 
James Bond gets caught a lot too, though, so it is kind of like, you, it, do you actually want to be stuck with them? Because like, well, I'm going to get caught at least four more times before we get home. James Bond gets himself out of the situations, whereas Indiana Jones has to rely on the awesome power of God, you know, which is kind of like, you know, or, come on. Or awesome. short round. Yeah, that's true. Short round could be there with the car. Pull it, pull it up out the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever, uh, look, I don't want to talk about the new film, and we haven't really, but I presume, like, I presume it's terrible. Yeah. Is there anything to be excited about? But John Williams is on board for a new score. Um, I don't know. I think there's good ingredients. <laughs> oi, <there>. oi. <laughs> we don't need any new songs from John Williams. You just need the old shit. Like, Cheeky imagine, Mr. Williams. Imagine, imagine you went to a John Williams concert and he was like, this is from my new album. You'd be like, sorry, excuse, excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> what are you talking about? Guys, did you know that John Williams' son is the lead singer of Toto? That's mad. That's amazing. I did not that know is that. A great and he's 62. Time. Imagine you're like, oh, my, my kid. My kid's he's in a band. 62. <laughs> yeah, my kid's in a band. Isn't that mad? Yeah. There you go. That's amazing. Well done. Yeah, well, Looking fantastic. Yeah. What have you got for us, Michael? Come on. Beat that. Uh, well, I've, I've got the final. I've got the final smart artifact fact. It's okay. getting worse every time. So th- for this one, what, what I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a quote from someone who is searching for it. Bono. I firmly believe that the governments of Turkey, Russia and the United States know exactly where this sits. They suppress the information, but God is in charge. I know Noah's Ark, is. right? Must be the Noah's structure Ark. will be yeah. revealed in its time. Obviously we climb Noah's the mountain Ark. and search. It's Noah's Ark. Is that mount? Yeah. What's the mountain? Noah's Ark is in Turkey. Sinai? Is it mount Sinai? Ararat. Ararat, sorry. Yeah, nice, you. Is Sinai not where the... the That's where the commandments are. came down from. Uh, that's why it's in my head, obviously, yeah. God, we'll believe anything, won't we? <laughs> I All right, Anya. I didn't know we were swinging straight into Joe Duffy at the end. Yeah. You or society? <laughs> no, just like oh no, that's where the commandments. They're are. making rules Don't up on the mountains now, Joe. They're coming down from the mountains with rules, and they're expecting <laughs> us just to follow them because God told them. Fucking no, Joe. I haven't seen the tablets <laughs> myself. <laughs> yeah, 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 and we're. And we're melting down all of the jewelry, Joe, when we're building statues out of them. <laughs> Do you remember reading the Bible and just being the 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 the, the first testament? Is it the first test? Yeah. No, there's the old and the new. Oh, the old, <laughs> the old yes. testament. Testament part one. Yeah. T oh, one. The Temple of that, Doom that was, is the second was, testament, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that was not an okay read. Like again, Anya, no. this is only because you were getting stuck into Leviticus with all the rest of your dirty little friends. There was plenty of perfectly good <laughs> angry God stuff in the Old Testament, you know. Oh, were you, were you were you like I don't think it's appropriate to read the First Testament. First of all, it's still the Old Testament, <laughs> and second of all, you were the one who eight seconds ago said it wasn't appropriate. Um, can we please, love, can we read the, the letter to the Colosseans again, please? <laughs> That's New Testament and it's Colossians. <laughs> Come on. Jesus Christ. So I only like the. Le- Why was the other. Anyway, what was the last one? The Book of the Apocalypse. I the bet book you of the loved Apocalypse. that. Do you mean, Did you? Do you mean yeah, Exodus? I really looked at that one. Ex- no, no. No, I know. The start. Revelations. 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 It's all called the Book of the well, Apocalypse. Well, it's called both. It's called both, yeah. Oh, is yeah. it? All right. Yeah. Book of the Apocalypse sounds awesome. That's about <laughs> like the, the. There's a beast who'll have seven heads and 18 horns yeah. and crowns. And 15 and... diadems. Whatever they are. It's a, it's a crown. Like yeah. yeah, we anyone who's yeah. read, Harry Potter, read Harry Potter. Potter yeah. knows that. <laughs> that, that, that makes it seem a bit, seem a bit nicer then, actually. It does, yeah. yeah. Hang on, but why like, Why would you have so many crowns for only seven heads? It makes no sense, yeah. It's fucking wasteful. Yeah. Why why like 
why the Bible? Is that where we got to? Yeah, and then, and then, do you remember this point every time we went to a hotel as a kid and you'd open the drawer and you'd be like... Bloody, you say, save that for the Mission Anya, Impossible the episode. Thing about, um, the thing about, as you call it, the First Testament, is there's some banging <laughs> stories in there, you know? What, you loved a bit of, um, what's in there? Oh, Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. There's yeah, Goliath, David and Goliath. You know, yeah. Uh, Jonah and the whale. Daniel and the lion's uh, den, you know. Yeah. People sacrificing um, their kids, all kinds King, of stuff. King David. Yeah. Um... Yeah, all that stuff on. What's you? your favorite? Um, Adam and Eve. Ever heard of them? Ever heard People of them? Turn women into salt. Yeah. What's my yeah. favorite Bible story? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's the Nativity, the second test, the New Testament. Second Testament. <laughs> yeah. So there was this guy called Jesus, Anya. Yeah. And so yeah. Hugh, let me modify. It. Not what's your favorite story? If you were forced to turn a Bible story into a big budget blockbuster, which one would you pick? See, if you've got the budget, you could do a great one with Noah's Ark, I feel. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's oh, yeah. Is, that, is that Bruce Almighty? Is Bruce Almighty the one where he builds the Ark? Yeah, that or is that is, Evan Almighty? Yeah. One, of, one of the two of them is definitely a Noah's Ark thing. It's been done. Yeah, it's been it's done. Been it's been done. done, lads. Come okay, on. So the IP's, IP's off the mm, table, Hugh, so you've got to pick something else. Mm. Uh, you can pick something from the New Testament, too. You could do Jesus in the Temple. You could do yeah. Zacchaeus of the Tree. Do you think, that, that, do you think, Jesus, you think it'd be a good film to have just a fella throwing a strop? Yeah, just going in, kicking tables over. Yeah, he didn't throw a strap though, did he? He did. He did. Yeah, oh, he, he did, threw yeah. a pushed over tables. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the time he left Mary and he ah, went when down, he was a boy and started teaching. But he was abandoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got lost in the shopping center. Yeah. Basically, it's basically gone, gone, baby, gone in Nazareth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> gone, baby, Jesus, gone. <laughs> and isn't it like it? It just always sounded so nice, didn't it? The Bible. Why? Your bread, the lake. The lake? The... <laughs> you really? the lake I mean, there's certainly, the certainly all nouns on you. Yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> and it was just all sort of down to the temple. Yeah. Don't forget yeah. your pillars yeah. of salt. Crucifixion. No, that, that was later. That was later. But yeah. there was First line the on the left, days, one cross you know? each. Mm. <laughs> and even, even, it sounded lovely to be one of the people who made it into the inn, didn't it? Oh, if, <laughs> if you were there before Joseph and Mary. If you'd booked mm. ahead. Would that be yeah. you now? Would you be looking out the window snootily saying, I don't care how pregnant she is, I've got my room, I've unpacked my bags, I've yeah. eaten the little biscuits, yeah, they, she's not yeah. coming in here. We've we've known the census yeah. is coming for, for for weeks and they just rock up now. Yeah, that, that would have been you. I yeah. pre-booked Indignant. weeks ago on booking.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, good luck yeah. to her. That's a yeah. Yeah. free cancellation. <laughs> it's a perfectly good yeah. barn out the back. I think it was very generous of him to offer up the barn. I wouldn't let someone into my shed, would you? Sure, her contractions were about 30 seconds apart by that stage, Anya. They had to start doing it, you know? It, it is. But you'd have to ask questions about Joseph, wouldn't you? Like, how did he let it get to this stage? Now, in fairness to Joseph, Anya, yeah. Joseph was stepping in. Wasn't his baby. Yeah. No, he was He was taken. But why? Could he, could they, you couldn't do a postal... Postal vote. No. Postal birth. No, no, no. Do you think Joseph was trying... What do you think he was trying to do? I'd say he was sitting on the donkey and he made Mary walk. That's what people are saying, anyway. Would you? Yeah, yeah, so so. He'd probably say, oh, listen, you want to get this over with, this will probably bring labour on a little quicker. Yeah, no, come on, come on, you love it, you love it, you're grand, you're grand. Yeah. Um, and I've booked us something lovely in Nazareth, do, Bethlehem. Do you reckon he Bethlehem. said he'd booked something? Oh, he said he'd booked oh, something called that they'd get a last minute thing. Yeah. She's like, did you yeah. get the confirmation email? Or he had a email? pal. She's like, show no, me the email. No, he had a pal in Bethlehem. Sh- no. Show me the email, Joe. One of my friends. No. Show me the email. 
No. No, someone can definitely sort this out. Mm. He yeah. gambled the money away, as I understand it. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did they have to go on the run after the baby was born? They went to Egypt, though. There was a flight to Egypt, right? Isn't that no, that's, that's, that's not Moses. Yeah. Jesus didn't Egypt. go to Egypt, Michael. Jesus was in Egypt. That was Moses. No, Jesus was in Egypt. As a baby. No, he flew to Egypt. He got a deal on the flights and he flew to Egypt. Definitely <laughs> Jesus in Egypt. He did three weeks in Charmel Shape, did he? You know, and done the... I'm almost certain. Yeah, maybe he did, yeah. yeah. Maybe he did. We're talking about this as like a friend that we knew that went on a J1. You know, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. He went to Egypt. No, no, no. Um, we left him in Krakow and he went to Split <laughs> and we went to Ljubljana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael, are you Googling the flight to Egypt? Yeah, I'm a bang. I'm absolutely right. You're a bang. So, uh, I'm a bang. The Gospel of Matthew describes how Joseph Mary and Jesus went to Egypt to escape from Herod. Oh. So. Hold of rubbish this. No big deal. No big deal. They're making this up as they're going along. I think that's it. I think we're moving towards final judgments. Yeah, so we moved to final judgments. So one of the two of you, um, you know, Michael has, has really talked a lot of big talk here tonight but uh yeah it really comes down to you guys is indiana jones a legitimate like hugh do you want to go first indiana jones i think you've got two great movies and you got one pretty ordinary movie in the middle one dreadful movie afterwards and probably another dreadful movie now but but yeah i mean overall like you want a good time you watch raiders of the lost ark or the last crusade and both are brilliant and so much fun and i actually haven't seen either of them in quite a few years um so i must do that again but then i haven't seen any movie in a very long time but maybe i'll put that on the list to get me going again so uh yeah indiana jones definitely a legitimate like for me declan yeah i I think so too i think that there's a reason this was like you know number one at the cinema for whatever it was like the guts of a year like it was a phenomenon like a real sensation and started the whole kind of adventure movie blockbuster thing like it was an exciting film it was like action-packed there's nothing like this really before it like it's based on those ideas of kind of adventure serials but putting them all together into one big film so you're on like a real a real joyride so yeah I, I think the film is is incredible i think we wouldn't have big blockbuster big budget action films like you don't get jurassic park you don't get any of the stuff that we really really like mm. Uh, and like to go and see that are made well and made with care so yeah i think the film is is great and they're i like that we knew what was illegitimate about it early so as soon as the temple of doom came out people were like nah that's not my Indiana jones that's kind of terrible and then they pivot back and they give us the incredible last crusade which is an amazing film so i i like that even when you go back and you watch it there's some dodgy stuff in it like it's a bit culturally weird and there's some stuff about it that we about the character Mm. and the the, the time the film is set and some of its values that are a bit dodgy but what I like is even at the time we knew that stuff was a bit funny so no I think definitely legitimate like melt the Nazis steal the stuff put it in a museum and um, yeah just yeah punch a Nazi I mean like what what a what better way to sum up the moral of, of any story is like see a Nazi punch a Nazi good stuff thank you Indiana Jones so it's another another one for the pile producers I presume there'd be no arguments from you Oh, no argument here. No argument yeah. here. Yeah, hard, legitimate like. Yeah, absolutely. All right. <laughs> any, um, any hopes for the, the fifth film? I'd like them not to try and be funny about the fact that 
it's years after, that he's old. I'd like them just like, if you're just doing a film, if you think you've got a film to make, just go and make the film. Doesn't mean you can't mm. have humour in the film, but don't make loads of jokes about how old he is. Like, I'm just worried, like, he's going to pull his back or something, you know? That there'll be all sorts of just little gimmicky gags that aren't funny. Like, if the if the film's there to be made, just make a good film, you know? Yeah. Guys, anything from you? I, I'd really like them to sort of focus on how old he is and that's funny. You know? <laughs> um, it's, it's, you know, I could see that, like, just maybe you got a Zimmer frame um, uh, and maybe he uses that. Maybe he falls down yeah, a few times, yeah, just kind of, just real, <laughs> just real, yeah, real funny, exactly, real classic exactly. funny stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. hope it's, it's, it's a good old-fashioned good time and I hope there's a plane on a map. Yeah. You know, and I, yeah. I can't say more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Thanks, Jack, for coming back on. Hope you've enjoyed it. No, look, any time. And like now that we've gotten to the end of it, I I think I, I do owe Will an apology. And if we're doing this again, could we swap Michael out and maybe bring Will back? I think that's maybe what we need. Like he is the shy out of both of this podcast. Get him out of here. Yeah. What you need to do here, uh, Jack, is you need to uh, move me and get a, get, a, get a big bag of sand that weighs exactly as much as me and put it in my chair. It wouldn't be It'd that be a big very small bag, bag of sand. Yeah. Pretty little bag of sand. <laughs> Be like one of those little, little, like one of those little uh, jewellery bags, you know? <laughs> With some white sand yeah. in it. Yeah, um, I'd be okay with Anya, that. thank you for producing. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Please get in touch at Legitimate Likes on Instagram and on Twitter and let us know what you think. Let us know if there's any other topics you'd like us to discuss. Uh, please follow and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you again soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.